Yo, Rob Harvilla from 60 Songs That Explain the 90s here to inform you that we are back with 30 more songs because the 90s were super long and had a ton of rad music. Please join us every Wednesday for more 60 Songs That Explain the 90s only on Spotify. It's The Mismatch, presented by FanDuel. The road to the NBA Finals starts now, and FanDuel is the place to get in on the action. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Quick Bets, which are back and better than ever for the NBA playoffs on FanDuel. Find what you're looking for faster and easier with more props right at your fingertips. You can check out live bets like three-minute markets and exclusive live bets like quarter player props, player assist combos, and more. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 plus and present in select states or 18 plus in D.C. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by USAA Homeowners Insurance. USAA has homeowners insurance that could lead the league in assists. Serving our military veterans and their eligible family members, USAA delivers award-winning service and peace of mind. And if you file a claim, the process is transparent and easy, and you can do it all right in the USAA app. Tap the banner or visit usaa.com slash homeowners to learn more and get a quote. Restrictions apply. Welcome to The Mismatch. I'm Chris Vernon, and joining me as he does every Friday from TheRinger.com is Kevin O'Connor, a.k.a. Kevin O'Bomber, Kevin O'Camera, Kevin O'Concert, Kevin O'Candyland, Kevin O'Climber, Kevin O'Cannabis, Kevin Berno, Tyus Jones, back to the Grizzlies. <laughs> that was the big free agent news. Yeah, um, that's it. Let's go. Let's talk about it. The big free agent news. Look, Kevin Durant, like, ruined everything yesterday. Yeah, he did. I we did were a three-hour all... Spotify live. Yeah. <laughs> I listened to it. I listened to it. Oh, man. I had it queued up. I listened to it. Uh, oh, thanks, Chris. J. Kyle Mann checking in. Yeah. Big Waz checked in. Uh, Sirit was there. Logan Big was there. Party. It was such yeah, it was a long, good. long show. I was eating a burrito bowl at one point during it. Just muted. And Waz was eating a literal burrito. It's kind of crazy <laughs> because... Uh, we're all amped up, ready to go for free agency. Maybe Kevin Durant was just tired of Jalen Brunson getting every headline. And so he decided, you know what? Let's shake things up a little bit. And what's so crazy is we were only two days removed from doing a show talking about Kyrie Irving opting in to his contract in Brooklyn. So it was like, hey, you know what? Maybe they're just going to do this for a year, run it back, See if it works. Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and Ben Simmons now. And then you'll get the parts to go around them. And then within two days' time, we have this news about Kevin Durant. There's a million different stories that come out of it. There's the blame game that goes on. There's the cautionary tale of throwing together uh you know, a team like this. There's the whole player empowerment debate that goes on. But what I am left with that is most startling to me is something I heard Rob Mahoney say when he was on with Bill Simmons when I was driving in this morning. Kevin, for all the talk, for all of the debate that was had about that Brooklyn Nets team, he said something that was so shocking to me. I, I, I couldn't even fathom this. Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving played 44 games together. Mm. That is insane mm. to me. It's wild. How is that even possible? For the amount of air time, for the amount of ink, uh, keyboard pecking, if you will, that was done about... That team and about a lot of voice to text. Amazing. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. 44. I would, I, there's no telling how many games I would have missed that by, but let me just tell you, I would not have been close to 44. And 
To say it goes down as one of the all-time disasters is quite the understatement. Were you surprised when you saw the tweet come across, Kevin Durant has requested a trade? No, not after everything else that we've heard about with Kevin Durant. Uh, I think for Brooklyn here, I'm excited to see how they go about this because all indications are uh, they're going to be trying to continue to win games. That that seems to be the demand. Jake Fisher yesterday reported that the Suns, they're offering Mikel Bridges and DeAndre Ayton and picks in a sign-and-trade scenario that would send Ayton to Brooklyn. But the Brooklyn Nets want Devin Booker. That's where their demand starts. Of course, that's where that's where it's going to begin with negotiations, and, and then you meet somewhere in the middle. However, demanding Devin Booker makes a little bit of sense if you consider what other teams could potentially offer. I, I, I mean, like, it's it's possible. There's teams that have better picks than Phoenix. There's teams like Boston that could offer Jalen Brown if they really wanted to. There's teams like the Pelicans that could offer Brandon Ingram if they really wanted to do it. So there's a lot of teams that could outbid a Phoenix Suns or a Miami Heat, the two favored teams on Kevin Durant's apparent list. So uh, for Brooklyn Hare, uh, what was the phrase Woj used? Historic call. Uh, it, that is, is exactly what the Nets are going to be going for here with, with trading Kevin Durant, still an unbelievable talent. That's what makes this so fascinating because they have to, Kevin. You know, it was printed everywhere what they're giving up to Houston. They can't. Yeah, they, they can't, can't be tank. Bad. Yeah, I mean, they, they have they a pick can't. swap. They have a pick swap next year. So theoretically, if Houston has the number two pick and Brooklyn has the number four pick, Brooklyn would still get, get to keep the number four. But that's just one year, and it's only a pick swap. And the odds, you're, you're not trying to lose anyway. You're trying to win. Yeah, I mean, well, and just seeing the amount of picks, it's like, First rounder, pick swap. First rounder, pick swap. First rounder, yeah, pick swap. Every you, year. <laughs> I mean, not only can you not be bad next year, you can't be bad in four years. Like, you don't have the greatest asset towards a rebuild, which is your own pick if you suck. And so it does you absolutely no good. So sometimes we do see these teams and they make these trades for assets. And they say, you know what? We're losing our big gun. We're just going to have to start over. Or at least get such a crazy return for it. I mean, we just saw it. In fact, this is why this happened with Houston. They just decided, all right, we're moving on from the James Harden thing. We're losing James Harden. We're getting every pick you have. Because that's going to be our mode of operation for the next three, four years. Just going to rebuild. You can't do it if you're Brooklyn. Can't rebuild. You have no choice. And so the question is, what is the best return they can get? And I mean that from the point of the other team. Like, who is the best player that someone would feasibly give up? to get Kevin Durant. And that's where it becomes fascinating. So I think I think it's worth going through the teams um, to try to figure out or try to at least, you know, trim down the list of possibilities because I think there's some teams that don't have enough. The Bucks being one of them, Clippers, even if the Clippers were to give Kawhi Leonard or Paul George, they can only trade one future first. They don't have enough. Hawks, I don't think have enough. Mavs don't. Nuggets don't. Even if they were to give up Murray and Porter Jr., they they can't they can't deal enough future picks. Sixers, same thing. I don't think they have enough picks to give with a maxi. Knicks, not happening. They're not trading him to the Knicks. I can't see a Warriors marriage happening. So those teams, you can rule them out. Probably too young to be making a move for Kevin Durant. Pistons, Rockets, Spurs, Thunder. Any yep. disagreements there, Chris, with that nope. group of teams? None. Um, how about how about these teams? These ones I'm unsure about. Cavs, the Thunder, Hor- the Thunder would have the most assets. Yes, but too 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 young of a team for Katie, and he might not want to go back there either. Kevin Durant demands a trade, but he might say, you know what, I'll stay in Brooklyn if the only team offering is OKC. Well, he does right? have a choice in the matter. Well, he, well I, he doesn't have a choice in the matter, but Brooklyn, if if he says I'd rather stay, Brooklyn might say, 
Okay. Can we admit that would be yeah. the funniest scenario it'll ever? Be, it would be hilarious. If <laughs> Sam, if Sam Presti gave yeah. back, if all of this since that time, and he's got 700,000 picks, and Gildas Alexander, and yeah. Chet, and he's got all these young guys, and then he uses it to get Kevin Durant back. That'd be hilarious. Oh, my God. That'd be comical. Oh, my God. All right, so some other teams. Tell me what you think about these ones. Cavs? I don't think they would. Uh, no, no I, I, no, I think they, they now are in that mode where it's like y- you've got Garland, you got Mobley, and you're building it out. I agree. Right? Wouldn't you agree? I'm with you. I, I agree. So no for the Cavs. Okay. Hornets? I mean, what, LaMelo? Yeah, I just don't. I, same thing. Kings, he can be the savior there, but may, probably not. I just don't see the Kings trading for Kevin Durant. Magic, too young. I don't see it despite Paolo Bencaro's Instagram post with him and Kevin Durant photoshopped into Magic jerseys. Pacers, I don't see it either. Jazz, that's confusing because they made the Royce O'Neal deal yesterday where the, the Nets sent a 2023 first to get Royce O'Neal to Utah. Uh, I mean, and we'll see what happens with Mitchell and Gobert. I think they're more likely to be a team that trades them away and goes into rebuild mode uh, rather than be, be it becomes a team that's trading for Kevin Durant. So well, there's 10. Hey, hey, but here's the thing. But they could. It is Trader Danny, and it, it makes exactly. you feel it makes you feel differently about the Utah situation than we would have maybe a year ago. And, and with Utah, could they give Mitchell? to get Kevin Durant. Could they do that? Wouldn't you think it's more likely they give Gobert? Maybe they give Gobert, but either way. Either yeah. way. So you think the Jazz are a team that we should put I'm in the saying, list? I'm just saying... We should consider the Jazz. We can't rule out the Jazz. Only because of who's running the show there Okay, is a reason that I think in any of these, he deserves a level of respect towards... Okay. He's gotten involved in so much crap before. You know, say what you want. But they tried a bunch of different iterations before it hit with this Boston thing. They went through the Gordon Hayward thing. They went through the Kemba Walker thing. They went through the Kyrie thing. He's he's made trades and and attained guys at every stop. And he did it once upon a time, obviously, with the KG Ray Allen thing. So I think that Trader Danny getting in the mix on something, whether it's this or something else, I mean... Kevin Durant a jazz uniform would be just bananas, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> I mean, you were talking about something I would never have foreseen in a billion years. That's it. We whittled it down. We yep. got Blazers, Bulls, Celtics, Grizzlies, Heat, Jazz, Lakers, Pelicans, Raptors, Suns, Wizards. Those are the 11 teams that I think you could argue are the best position to trade for Kevin Durant with the picks players combination they can offer and have the most reason to trade for Kevin Durant, whether it's a team that's already been in the finals, the Celtics or the Suns, a team that has finals hopes like the Bulls, the Grizzlies, Heat again, or whether it's a team like the Blazers that are trying to get back into it, the Pelicans upside move, upgrade over Ingram and picks, would KD want to play there? I don't know, but he'd be the savior. Could you imagine Kevin Durant going to New Orleans and helping lead that team? He'd be like the Suns getting Chris Paul, except mm-hmm. he's Kevin Durant. The Raptors, OG Ananobi, Gary Trent, a bunch of future picks. I don't see them giving Scotty Barnes in a deal like that. A lot, lot of good options out there, Chris. A lot of good options. The one where it would, I guess there's a couple of them where I think it'd be, it'd be his team. You know, Chicago is one that you mentioned. That's his. There's nobody that has like a deep connection to that city and that Bulls fans would run in front of a car for like they would in some of those other situations. And right? I forgot one. I forgot one. Timberwolves. Timberwolves. So we have 12. 12 teams. Well, and obviously that would be a Levine thing in Chicago, right? Like a sign and trade. Yes. Yeah. Where, where you end up with... Zach Levine, yeah. and he Le- ends up Levine there. Levine, trade there. Because he, yep. then he's the guy. I know they've got DeMar, but then DeMar becomes like the second fiddle, and he's the guy there, Yeah, right? exactly. A, a, Levine, a Levine for the Bulls, a Jalen Brown for Boston. Would you give mm-hmm. up Jalen Brown and picks for Kevin Durant? I'd be scared to. 
Only two years left for Jalen Brown's contract, though. Yeah, I know, but it's just been, I, I just think it's been out there so long, so often, you know, with Jalen Brown. His name's just always out there. Has been. Yeah, but this is KD. No, 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 no. I'm saying, no, to your point about he's only got two years, right? Like maybe it will just be, I love the Celtics, Celtics for life. But I mean, at some point, mm. it's like every, every time we talk about trades with the Celtics, his is the name that comes up. And by the way, he's the one that showed up more than the other guy in the finals. That happened. You're right. When the, that's, that's when the why, lights that's got the think... brightest, Jalen Brown's the one that showed up more than Tatum. Yeah, I don't, I don't think every Celtics fan would be saying yes to trading. Jalen Brown for Kevin Durant. The thing is, like, I think with Jalen, he, I saw someone post the other day, he liked a tweet saying Jalen Brown is so disrespected by Celtics fans. So he's got a little animosity. Well, it's As just you been, said, he's always the guy involved in trade always. talks. Always the guy mentioned in the trade talks. No, That's I, annoying. It, my only point is, if you're Boston, you're trading a guy that has two years left on his deal for four years left on his deal. And mm-hmm. granted, Kevin Durant is proving right now that doesn't matter. <laughs> he can still demand a trade. He can demand a trade today with four years left on his deal. Next year, if he doesn't like his new team, <laughs> he can do it again with, to a team with three years left if he really wants to. Well, Durant would be the guy there. He just would. He would yeah, be the dude. guy. He Kata would be would the be guy. The, and, yeah. you know, we talked about this at the By finals. The way, my answer is yes, I would. I would 100% trade Jalen Brown for Kevin Durant. 100%. It's not even a question. I want to think twice about it. Grizzlies trading JJJ. He's got broken foot now. I know he does. That hurts his value. Maybe He's Desmond okay. Bain instead. They're saying sometime between, like, Halloween and Christmas. So, I mean, it's not going to be... It's not like a 60-game loss or something, right? Like, And he's still 22 years old or 23. Um. Yeah, I mean, they got a bunch of young assets, right? The one they always get asked about in Memphis every time a star's name came comes up is Bain. That's the one they always... That's who teams... He's, he might have the best contract in the entire NBA. He was second in the NBA in three-point shooting. Shot 44% from three and averaged 18 and a half points. He's and good. he gets paid a million dollars. I mean, that is... That, that might be the best contract in the NBA, seriously. For a guy that averages those kind of numbers and shoots like that. And so that's the asset that's, I think, most desirable. Um, but certainly Memphis got a bunch of bunch of guys and a bunch of contracts, whether it's yeah, Dylan Brooks, do. whether it's Brandon Clark, whether it's Jaron Jackson, Desmond Bank, obviously the John Morant is a hundred percent untouchable. And I think they're more likely to just not mortgage the future. I think it's different when you're talking about a Chicago who's not really building towards something, you know, uh, they got like a, a bunch of older guys that are kind of thrown together rather than a slow buildup. It's different with Boston. They've already done their slow buildup, right? Like they have. And, and those guys have now been in the league and they've got big contracts now. And so it's a little different. I think that they're, I think there's a real cautionary tale in the selling your soul. Too early for Memphis, stuff. then. Too early, you think, for I Kevin just Durant. think that, I, I think it's a different, look, if you can get Kevin Durant, everybody's going to be over the moon that you're getting Kevin Durant. And you got you got a chance to win a title. But I do think that what we have seen happen with this stuff is a team that's like kind of building up growing together, doing really well. Like, those teams have ended up, whether it was, we just saw it in the finals. We just saw the Warriors playing the Celtics, both of which were the same. It was the year before we saw it with Milwaukee, right? It's like the ones that have sold out and just said, go for it, you know, you're talking, it's, it's hilarious to me now because now the, the, the great player goes to that team and then blows the whole damn thing up. And then what does he want? I saw Frank Iasola tweet about this. The great player goes to the team that has something really good going. Then they tear it apart. And then they want out to go to what? 
somebody that's got a good thing going. Yeah. Right? How funny is it to me that you say the Pelicans? That's one of the teams you mentioned. Yep. And they had a guy. And it's like, wait, what? (laughs) And they did it. Yeah. And they just sold, you know what I mean? And they are representative of like growing up and, 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 and building out because of this deal that they did with the Lakers where they took on their young guys yep. and then started building up from there. It's just kind of wild the way it all plays Pelicans, out. Pelicans, you're iffy about trading for Kevin Durant too. Yeah. Again, like, that team already made the playoffs, went to, a, you know, had a good first round. They have a great roster, a lot of depth. They have a veteran in C.J. McCollum. It's not like it's all young guys. It's not all. No, it just depends on what's your trajectory. When are you trying to win? Are, are you looking at it in the long game or the short term? And maybe it's all, maybe everybody just has to look short term all the time. But I think that these teams, especially with a guy like Zion, especially with someone like him. I don't know. We had some pretty cautionary tales of looking yeah. short term, haven't we? You wake up one morning and you got every clutch client on your team. <laughs> the Lakers had a big day. <laughs> and before what it's worth, I have the Lakers on this list. I can't totally imagine that. Let's say let's say the Lakers offer for Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. You're giving up Ross in some type of deal for the salary. You're also giving up Anthony Davis. And you're giving up your 2027 first and your 2029 first. That, first of all, that would be, if you get LeBron James and Kevin Durant on the same team, that would be like Hulk Hogan joining NWO, right? Like, that would be amazing. It'd be something out of wrestling. It'd be great theater, great drama. Uh, especially if they got Kyrie as part of that deal, too. I just... I don't see that being the best offer, though. I just don't see 80, 27, and 29 being the best offer for Kevin Durant. I think they can get a haul of draft picks rather than just two future picks. And Anthony Davis is great, except he wasn't as great last year. And, and I, just, I just don't see that for Brooklyn. So we, keep, we can keep the Lakers on the list, but I'm, if, I'm iffier on them just like in the same way that you're iffy on the Grizzlies as a team that should trade for KD or can trade for KD. Yeah. All right. Let's get to free agency. Enough about this KD who sabotaged free agency. Point is, is that there's some great teams. Some great teams could make some strong offers. Today's episode of The Mismatch is brought to you by Hulu Plus Live TV. Looking for a better way to watch live TV? Stream your favorite sports and shows over 95 live channels with Hulu Plus Live TV. Get access to Hulu's entire streaming library, Disney Plus and ESPN Plus, all in one plan. Start your free trial of Hulu Plus Live TV today. Live TV plan required. Restrictions apply. Offer valid for new and eligible returning subscribers only. Access content from each service separately. Learn more at Hulu.com. Every year we do this show. I don't like a lot of the free agent signings, and you love all of them. (laughs) So here we go. (laughs) Jalen Brunson signed his deal with the New York Knicks. I do need to mention this. You saw yesterday an outpouring of players throughout the league talking about how they thought Jalen Brunson is underrated and that they were happy and thought that Jalen Brunson is well-deserving of his contract. You they saw read that my two article. The, they read my article. You saw that with two of the young <laughs> two of the young Grizzlies, Desmond Bain and, and, and John Morant. I saw a clip of Davion Mitchell saying that he thought he was the hardest guy to guard that he had played throughout the year, which is mega impressive. And I always talk about this. Talk to the players about who they think is good. Talk to those guys. Who do they think is good? And they clearly, across the league, have a higher opinion of Jalen Brunson than many people do. And so that, to me, would make me feel great if I am a Knicks fan. Um, I'm not going to go through every free agent signing, but I am going to go to the ones that stood out to me. Uh, Gary Payton II signing with Portland. Uh, wait, 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 wait. What? Brunson, real quick. Well, go ahead. Real quick on Brunson. Uh I think it's cool that a lot of those players stepped up and said that, and, and they're right. Jalen Brunson's a good player. Like this, this, this dude, it, it can make your teammates better. He's going to help someone like R.J. Barrett get easier shots. 
Jalen Brunson is going to make the Knicks look more like a basketball team. They haven't had a point guard anywhere as good as he is for at least 10 years. I mean, like they have the Jeremy Lin moment in 2012. There's some flashes over the years by some guys like Pablo Prigioni that give what? you hope as a, as a Knicks, <laughs> as a Knicks fan. <laughs> Are you doing, you did that on purpose. <laughs> Some flashes <laughs> like Pablo I'm, I'm, I'm Prigioni. Saying, I'm, I'm saying like some good moments. What? what? You have Derek what Rose. Pablo Prigioni moment. Have, do you remember? <laughs> Please, I'm, jumped, I'm all ears. The way he jumped passing lanes. He was, oh my he was god! A, he was a nuisance. He was a pest. Oh, holy mackerel! <laughs> you got you got the great hope of Frank Nilakina. Oh, the current day Derek Rose passes prime, but still pretty solid. Pre mellow Raymond Felton, it's been horrible for the Knicks with point guards. Yeah, it's been terrible since Mark like, Jackson. Pretty much. I mean, you, you, Chris Childs and Charlie Ward, they had some moments. I, I mean, they're at least on winning teams for real. Like the Knicks have had terrible point guard play, and so Jalen Brunson is a good point guard. He's a real point guard, and so for the Knicks, uh, this is a, a great addition. It just like he's going to be like the fifteenth highest paid point guard. Point guards make a hell of a lot of money. 15 times pay is not that bad. No. No. And I thought he was uh, four, four years under $4 million. I think the default thing is always like the Knicks are stupid. Knicks don't know what they're yeah, doing. The Knicks are incompetent. But I don't think this one applies. No, I agree. Uh, Gary Payton the second. I was a little surprised at this. Um, you know the Warriors wanted to keep him. But the only reason I was surprised is not the three years, $28 million, which I think is a good deal for Gary Payton. I'm surprised it was Portland after the Simons signing had come out. And you know your best player is Damian Lillard. I know they traded for Jeremy Grant, but I'm just, I'm interested in how that all fits together, you know, um, with Peyton and Simons and Lillard because they're paying a fortune to Damian Lillard and every Simon's got a big contract, really big contract. Um, I love that as a signing as a backup point guard, Gary Payton second, and a guy that can get you by if you need him to. Um, what do you think uh, in terms of how that kind of works? You're, you're, you're sinking a lot of money into guys that kind of all play the same position naturally. And I know we talk about positionless basketball, but none of these are, they're all diminutive guards. All three of them. What do you think? I absolutely love what the Blazers are doing. Really? Jeremy Grant, Gary Payton. They're going to bring back Nurkic. They're going to be able to have a more switchable team around Damian Lillard with Payton and Grant. Those are exactly the type of guys that this team has needed for years. Josh Hart, your beloved. I love very, it. Very good player. And Nasir Little made progress last year. They have more defense around Dame, more switchable players, different lineup combinations you can use with Jeremy Grant as a small five. It's exciting, I think, for Blazers fans to look at this roster right now. The only question now is you got Dame posting on his Instagram photoshops of Kevin Durant. How all in should the Blazers now be I'm going for Kevin Durant with an offer of Josh Hart, Eric Bledsoe, and future picks. In <laughs> 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 uh, 1977, Bill Walton, what else they put in the deal? wrong with you, bro? <laughs> no, what is that? I'm not done with the pick situation, Chris. The what situation? The pick situation. Oh, my God. The pick Eric situation. So and Josh Hart. <laughs> like, what are you? <laughs> Dude, this the pick, dude. Listen, let's, let you me get to. You are wild. Let me get to the picks, okay? Don't. I no, don't even wait, wait I don't minute, need to minute. hear them. Wait a minute. Okay, wait. This is a scenario here. Well, I'm not saying they have the best offer, Chris. They clearly don't if they're giving Josh Hart. You had to find up. a way for me to not like Josh Hart. And that's how you've done it. Where he's the best Success. player in a KD trade. Right, okay, but, fine. My love has limits. 
All right, right now I, I'm I'm working for the. Let's pretend I'm working for the Blazers front office. You might the, be. The the argument for the Blazers is that their picks are better, because if you're the Nets and you're trading away Kevin Durant and you're getting four first round draft picks and three pick swaps, if that's what you're getting, which team do you want to bet against? Betting against the Blazers, who have Dame in his mid thirties coming off a major surgery, and Kevin Durant who's supposed to kill his surgery, maybe that's a team you'd rather bet against rather than some of the other rosters out there that can't offer as many high-value picks. And Blazers, by the way, could offer five first-rounders with three pick swaps if they really, really wanted to go to their limits. The team I would bet against is the one that Kyrie Irving is going to. <laughs> so just tell me which one that is. Well, and that's be, the team well, I want to Well, that'd be the Lakers, but then you're only getting two firsts. Hmm. Unless AD were, was flipped in a, to a third team. As I said, we're not going to go through every free agent signing. Um, but uh, but, but is, uh, I am curious, though, Chris. Should that Portland deal go, sucks. Should, but no. should Portland at least offer it? Should they go all in on KD? I, they might, I, I they might not be get a, accepted, but should they go for it? I would be embarrassed to pick up the phone and say Eric Bledsoe. <laughs> well, it's, it's, about <laughs> I mean, the, it's about the picks. Oh, and, oh okay. and maybe And you're giving Shaden Sharp, too, possibly, in a deal like that? It, that deal gets trumped in two seconds. It's a waste of my time. By With Jaylen the names Brown, you talked about, Jalen Brown. You just Boston. said you just yeah, said yeah, you but, would trade Jalen Brown. I know, but like, what if the Celtics don't offer Jalen Brown? What if that deal's not there? What Again, if the Celtics a, don't give Brandon Ingram? I can what, still what if do those better. deals aren't there? You're pitching me a rebuild deal, and I can't do it. I'm trying to be good. I'm trying to be good. Yeah, but maybe maybe you will still be good, but not great. No. With Eric Bledsoe and Josh Hart and some I, I think I think the Blazers picks. I think the Blazers are the team like that they can offer the key player, but they can offer five first rounders, three pick swaps, shade and sharp. They can offer the young player package. And maybe that, that isn't what they would want to do. Maybe they want to keep building young. Maybe they want to. But but the Nets, that's something to at least think about in terms of what type of package is preferred here. The best player best picks, or maybe it's just going to be best of everything. As I'm watching them all come across the wire yesterday, <laughs> as I mentioned, we're not going to talk about every free agent signing. These are ones that I loved. Okay? These okay. are ones that I loved. That I saw them, and I was like, oh, that's really good. Kyle Anderson to the Timberwolves is... I, I, I've been around Kyle now for, whatever, four or five years. I love Kyle Anderson. Kyle Anderson can play on any single team, and to put him in the mix, surrounded by a bunch of guys that can shoot the ball, he will be fantastic for Minnesota. He will. He'll be fantastic for Minnesota. And that is a very, very good signing. At And I, I am surprised at the price that they were able to get uh, Kyle Anderson at. Another one that stood out to me uh, when I saw it come across was, you know, I love Jay Sean Tate. I thought that was incredibly reasonable. Like, I'm talking about of, of these role guys that got signed. The role player guys, Kyle Anderson, Jay Sean Tate, I loved that deal for him. I'm a big Jay Sean Tate fan, uh, and I thought they got him at a very reasonable deal. The one I saw this morning with Bruce Brown, that deal is great. That is a great deal for a guy that can be a legitimate rotation player for you. Who is one of the only guys that sh showed up for that rat Brooklyn team in the <laughs> in the playoffs? Uh, so I really liked that deal. Uh, Jay Sean Tate stood out to me. Kyle Anderson stood out to me as a really good one. Um, who else did I think uh, that I was surprised? Oh, Bruce Brown. Bruce Brown to the Nuggets. Oh my goodness, him and Nikola Jokic together. I love it. Oh, that's going to be a glorious combination to watch. Yeah. I'm excited. I, and I thought they got him cheap. Um, really impressed with the Bucs. Uh, you know, the Ingles thing, it, he can certainly be a guy that can play some minutes for you uh, coming back. I don't think he's completely done, and that may be a good spot. For him, great locker room guy, great teammate. Everybody loves him. And so if you're trying to get vets on nothing deals, I would certainly take a flyer on that. 
bringing back Bobby Portis at the price they got him at, I thought was fantastic. They got Connaughton opted in for like what? Five million? So that was great. Uh, brought back Javon Carter, who I love. I thought the Bucks did really good. It's hard to get to keep some guys in the fold, especially when you're operating how they operate. But not only, I think that just speaks to what an advantage it is to be a place that is good where guys obviously love being because those guys could all have gotten better contracts. They could have, but they like it. They like their job. They like being on the team with Giannis and Chris and those guys. They like, you know, those guys could have hit the market and, and gotten real money. So Buck's thing stands out. The Kyle Anderson thing stands out. I really like the Jay Sean Tate thing. Bruce Brown, I love that deal. Um, so those are ones that I really liked. Is there any that I did not mention that you really, really liked? And I'm not talking about like the highest level ones. Just just guys that I thought were really reasonable to good deals. Mo Bamba back to the Magic. I'm two oh, well, years, I've got, I've got Bagley million. on mine. Don't, don't, yeah. don't act <laughs> like I don't have Bagley on mine. <laughs> Best deal of free agents. That was a really good one. What a steal. Uh, what a uh, uh, I quite enjoy the the Daryl Morey bringing back his Rockets guys. He he's signs PJ Tucker and Daniel House. Oh my god! It's just I just find humor in it. What do you think about PJ Tucker, thirty seven years old, getting a three year contract? I think it speaks to what a winner he has been. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and what's crazy is like unbelievably durable in his in his time in the league. Uh, and so I think there's real value to guys like that. And I'm unsurprised. I'm unsurprised. Isaiah Hartenstein going to the Knicks two years, 16 million. I like that contract for the Knicks. He's a good player, man. But why did they do that and Mitchell Robinson? Maybe they plan on trading Randall. Okay. You're still you playing those two guys together? No, I don't think so. I think okay, so that's can a, be that's your awful, backup. That's an awful lot of money to spend on the center position. Is this 1988? Uh, how, that's not. How much what? money is that? Mitchell Robinson, Mitchell Robinson making, got a big contract. Yeah, 15 annually. That's pennies nowadays. Not for a center. That's not that much money. Not, not for... What did Robert Williams get? What is he making? 16, 17 annually? Okay, not, that not guy ain't Robert Williams. No, he's not. I mean, I don't know. It's a lot. It's a lot of money to spend on the center position, in my estimation. But it's neither here nor there. He's fine. It doesn't move the needle for me. And I would have just rather sunk my money into the starting center. How about um? How about Lou Dort? Five years, eighty-seven point five million dollars. He it is, stays it is the outrageous. That is outrageous. That is an outrageous contract. Why? Because he's not that good. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, he's he's a great defensive player. It's a little overstated. It's a little overstated. Okay. Are we leaning too much on the Harden stuff with him matching yes. up against him from a couple of years ago? Yeah, I mean, it's just a little overstated. I like. Lou Dort, I'm happy that he got his money. But I don't think that if you bring back Lou Dort and he plays it out, that you're going to live with infinite regret on what he gets in the open market. I disagree. What? I think seven. I think 17 annually is a fair number for Lou Dort. He's a great defensive player. Even I thought he got 80 some million. Yeah, annually, I said. 17, okay. it's around 17 annually. But he he's making five five years eighty seven point five million. So the it's an average annual value of seventeen point five. I just don't think that's that bad for Lou Dort, a great defensive player who averaged seventeen points last year. Who, you could average seventeen points. I watched that team get beat by seventy three. I, I cannot up. I cannot average seventeen points in the NBA, oh. Chris. Let me just letting you know. Maybe. I I can't. Okay, maybe got, not you. Got, 
and he's improved every year of his career too. So, so I what? Think, I, he, hasn't, he hasn't played in a meaningful basketball game ever. Yeah, but whose fault is that? It's not his fault. No, but I mean, I'm not spending eighty seven million dollars on it. I like I like Lou Dort, and I, I think I think you I think this I one, like Lou Dort too, but I don't like Lou Dort for eighty seven million dollars. I mean, but, se- but seventeen point five billion annually. Is that so bad? Do you bad? think Lou Dort is that much better that, that, than that contract? By the end of it, year three, year four, year five of that contract, seventeen million is going to look like pennies. The mid level, the mid, the mid level exception is going to be at fifteen mil. Okay, but is that what it, deal it, that's what it tops out at? No, I, like it, it, I don't know the numbers per year. It might start at sixteen and end it end at nineteen, but it, I'm just saying it's seventeen point five annually. Ludor's an amazing defensive player. He can pass the ball a little bit. He can create his own shot. He's improved as a spot up shooter. Okay. I'm a big I mean, fan look, of that. I hear, deal. I hear all the defense stuff all the time, right? I just heard it all with DeJounte Murray, which is unbelievable. I heard, oh, they talked about DeJounte Murray like he was damn the glove, Gary Payton the first. I watched that guy get 52 hung on his ass and throw the ball at the referee to get kicked out of the game. I watched the team, they, this Spurs team had DeJounte Murray, who everybody just told me is the best defensive player in the world. And Yaka Portal, who 538 told me was the new incarnation of Bill Russell. So you <laughs> tell me how the F every player in the NBA had a career high against their ass. How? Lonnie Walker isn't that good? What, 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 Keldon Johnson, it's his fault. Devin Vassell. If you have the best, this unbelievable lockdown point guard defender and the 2022 version of Bill Russell, how in the F did Carl Towns have 60 and John Moran have 52 and uh, Jason Tatum have 100 and everybody, they were the, they were the San Antonio career highs. Something is awry with the way we talk about these defensive guys. How the I'll hell tell, I'll tell I you have- why, Chris. Why? It's all Doug McDermott's fault. It's Doug McDermott's fault? Yeah. He doesn't even play enough. <laughs> I mean, I don't get it, man. I don't get it. So, Lou Dort, <laughs> uh, unbelievable defender who they got 100, uh, whatever. It doesn't matter. He's fine. He's fine. But what is the difference? But uh, I, Let's just talk about some of those guys that I love. All right? Lou Dort is not that much better than Jay Sean Tate. He's just not. He's not that much better than Jay Shantae. He He's like 10 points per game better. He's a way better offensive player. I'm telling you, those two guys, if you put Jay Shantae on Oklahoma City, I bet he's averaging that too. What, what it's is not like he played on some good on team. 30? Well, no. <laughs> I mean, it depends. You don't get it passed all that much to you there. <laughs> Nobody passes the ball there. So that's a tough one to get some points at. I just don't think he's that much better than the Jay Sean Tates and the Bruce Browns and the guys I talked about. And I think he's that level of guy. He's a role player. And again, he didn't get a max deal. I just thought it was a little high. How about JaVale McGee? Three years, 20.1 million going to Dallas to be their starting center next to Christian Wood. Absolutely no problem with it. Yeah, good deal. I like You're, it. That's exactly the kind of rim-running guy that you want with Luca. You know? You're trying to reinvent the Tyson Chandler thing you had so many years ago with Dirk, right? Yeah. You can't, you've kept searching for that. The Cauley Stein thing didn't really hit. The Brandon Wright thing didn't really hit. I mean, they've got this kind of guy that they've gotten over the years. And so I think uh, he played really well for Phoenix. And I think that that was probably instructive of how he could play with Luka. Just, just dive to the basket and finish five six of them a game, you know, play some competent defense. They needed a center. It showed up, you know, when it got to the highest level. The Cleaver thing, you know, it, it finally, you know, turned into a pumpkin. And so they needed, they needed socks. I like that deal, actually. I like that better than uh, 
some others for sure. There weren't that many big guys, honestly, that got deals yesterday. I mean, I like it better than DeAndre Jordan. Why is somebody paying him to play basketball? No offense, but what are we doing? I mean, just give me the money. Just give me the money, he says. <laughs> I mean, I'll talk good about you at least. Um, what? The Lakers. It is, kind, it, it, kind of, it is kind of uh, interesting when you, when you think about it. DJ, after how things ended for DJ and Philly and LA and Brooklyn and New York and Dallas, it's a little surprising. Today's episode of The Mismatch is brought to you by USAA Insurance. USAA is insurance that could lead the league in assist. That's because bundling auto with home or renter's insurance saves you money. USAA understands the needs of our military, veterans, and their eligible family members, and they've got great rates and insurance options to meet them. See how much you can save. Tap the banner to learn more and get a quote at usaa.com slash bundle. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25000 miles on, I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, Tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. Look, the best free agent day was the Lakers. Damian Jones, Juan Toscano Anderson, Troy Brown Jr., Lonnie Walker. All clutch. Yeah, got them all. All of them. Got them all. What a haul. Oh, my goodness. Wait, hold on now. I just looked down at my phone. Sham Sharania. The Lakers have signed singer Adele? Oh, my God. <laughs> singer Adele, where's he from? Well, what country? No, no, the singer I, I'm Adele. Kidding, I'm yeah. kidding. It was a joke. No, I know. <laughs> I, I was just correcting you. The singer Adele. Yeah. Wow. Well, the signing. All right. Sounds, sounds like an international player. Singer Adele. Oh, that's what I'm you saying. Wanna, like, what country? You gonna be honest with me, <laughs> Singer Adele? I, I want real honesty from you. <laughs> yeah, you ready? Yeah, sure. Did you know who Trevlin Queen was? No, not the oh, top of my head. Now, <laughs> okay, no. good. I that came, that came out of so... nowhere. When that was reported, I was like, "All right, are we to the making up <laughs> names portion?" Yeah, I thought it was like fake Woj or whatever. It said the Philadelphia 76ers signed Trevlin Queen. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I, I do this for a living. Who is that? Who, who is that? Then I looked it up and everybody Googled it. I think he won G League MVP. Yeah. He had a big year in the G League. I should have paid more attention. I'll tell you this, that means something to me. That G League has gotten so much better. The level of play in that league is tenfold greater than it was three years ago. Truly. Because, I mean, I'm not that far from where they play, and I watch them on ESPN Plus because my producer calls the Memphis Hustle games. And so I watch those games. It's tenfold better. Three yeah, years oh, ago. No, I what I'm saying. Three years ago. It's way better. Not nearly the product it is now. So it actually, you know, while people could roll their eyes, that means something to me if you were the G League MVP. You're, you, there's no way you're not good. There's no way. Yeah, you're you're a good player, uh, but like you could be the G League MVP and still only get three point three million over two years. That's right. Which which is wild when you really think about it. I know it. Yeah. But you got two years to prove yourself. Right? As a player. And so thank I, I was gonna be so depressed if you really do that. Any of the extensions or re-signs, we already covered Dort. We covered Portis, talked about Bagley. Um, I'm just going to list these off and you tell me which one you want to talk about. Boucher, Gary Harris. We talked about Jay Sean Tate. Uh, we, no surprise on Batum. We talked about Bamba. 
Nick Claxton, Thaddeus Young, Patty Mills, Oladipo, Deadman, Javon Carter. We talk about Devon Reed, Wes Matthews. Any any of those particularly stand out to you on resigns? Um, Wesley, Wesley Matthews going back to the Bucks very important for them. I like what they've done this offseason. Um, who else? Javon Carter, you mentioned in there. Um, how about uh? You like Claxton? Yeah, yeah Cla- Claxton. I like him going back to Brooklyn. Though the picture's incomplete, we'll see what they end up doing. We haven't mentioned the Max guys, right? Beal going back to Washington. Levine going back to Chicago. Yeah, the extensions were Jokic got the super max. Uh, Carl Towns got an extension. Booker got an extension. Andy was named the cover athlete of uh, 2K23. Mm. Uh, Morant got an extension. Anthony Simons got an extension. So those were those were big numbers. I mean, though, all of those were uh, super high, except the Simons one, which was still great deal for Simons. Four years, $100 million. That's what he got. 25 a year. So, yeah, none of those. None of those are all that surprising. By the way, Queen, let me just mention this, G League stats, 25 points a game, 6.7 rebounds, 5 assists, 3 steals, and a block. 48% from the field, 34% from 3, 80% from the free throw line. Good grief. (laughs) He dominated. That's just not like good stats. That's... Three steals and a block a game? Sheesh. All right, Trevor and Queen. Rio Grande. Yeah. Rio Grande Valley Vipers, huh? Big improvement from his year the year prior as well. Is that right? Where did he go to college? I don't remember when I looked it up. It was New Mexico State is where he went. Oh, New really? New Mexico State, yeah. Huh. Sure enough. Yeah, won the cha- won the championship last year too. Watch him be the biggest free agent signing of the summer. That would be such a cool story to be so great for the G League, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, that would be fantastic for them uh, if he ended up making it. Yeah, he started. He started as a commu- at a community college, actually, then went to New Mexico Military Institute in Roswell, New Mexico. Unbelievable. It was a JUCO kid. And then he went and played for New Mexico State. What a path. Good for him. Yeah, I know. It's pretty Good cool. Good for him. Unbelievable. All right. So now, is there anything, is there anybody that is out there that intrigues you the most? Obviously, we started the show with the Durant thing. Is there anybody like free, uh, 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 what were going to be available free agents? Uh, Aiton. Okay. Um, because of how it ties to KD. Yep. Sexton. Uh, yeah, I think he's going back to Cleveland, but but we'll you see. You do? I'm not. I'm not 100 percent certain about that. But all indications were that he is that they okay. tend to bring him back. They signed Rubio, of course. Right. But we'll see about that. Um, TJ Warren. He remains unsigned. Very intrigued to see where he goes. I like TJ Warren a lot. We haven't seen him. Since a bubble. Yeah, I think those those are two come to mind. Well, and then we do have to mention this, and this is the worst story of the day by a wide margin. The Miles Bridges thing is unlike anything I can remember, Kevin. He had a rough summer where it was, you know, the pitcher gets posted and uh, where people think he's drinking lean and smoking weed and whatever. And, and, And to me... Especially when you rap on the side, you could get around that. You could say, look, we were just screwing around. You know how people take pictures in front of Lamborghinis and whatever. Like that wasn't really, I wasn't really doing that. And um, yes, it was stupid, but it was a goof. And then you could convince somebody, right? I'm not a bad guy. I do this. And then it comes out two nights ago that he is arrested for felony assault. Okay. Domestic violence. And when I first heard about this, it's one of those things that is super scary. And we know precedent that has been set within 
other leagues, and we know the way public has reacted to things over the years. And if there is, it is sad that it is so, but we do know that if there are photos, if there are videos, if there's are these type of things to corroborate what the story is, it becomes much more real to people, right? Like for all the outrage that has gone on regarding, let's just say the Deshaun Watson case, if someone had secretly videoed him and a video came out of him doing what he is alleged to do, people would view that in a way that he'd never play, ever. There'd be no question, ever, right? It, because at some point it becomes very real to people when there becomes evidence. I don't know if you know this, but his wife had a long Instagram post this morning and said she was doing this for other victims and that this cannot be her anymore. And it is pictures of her injuries. And then I'm getting chills. You know, as a father, the video at the end of that thing is the oh, yeah. most heartbreaking. For those that don't the know. Little, the, I, little, the little boy talking. Right? It's a little boy Damn. talking about daddy choking mommy. And that becomes very real to people because they, that, they start to think about the profound effect that that could have on a child witnessing that, right? Because they say she had been choked until she was unconscious. She has all these injuries. She has, and this went from, you know, a couple of weeks ago, people like, man, Miles Bridges really fumbling the bag with all these pictures on the internet and whatever else to extremely real to everyone. And I, honestly, I cannot fathom a team signing him. Like this has gone from not making $100 million to I would be shocked. I would be, I would yeah. be shocked. Because what his wife posted on Instagram, correct? It's, it's horrifying. It's it's, it's I mean, too, it's, and, and 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 that is, it's not just a headline. Now you see, we we went through this as a as a world. You know, the Ray Rice thing crystallized it for so many people, right? So for many years, you would see so and so is accused or arrested of domestic violence, right? And then you don't know the whole story, and in many cases, the whole story never comes out, and it's like, oh, you remember that? And it just kind of goes away. But when there are photos and there are videos, it's kind of like the pop star. No one will ever see Chris Brown without thinking about the Rihanna photos. It's just the way it is, right? No one will ever see Ray Rice without thinking about that. And for the Miles Bridges thing, I, I sincerely hope he gets the help he desperately needs, because um, I tell you this, man, as a parent, that was absolutely positively heartbreaking to see that kid. Oh the, video, the video of the kid, even the way he kind of spoke about it, there wasn't, uh, it seemed normal in a way. He doesn't understand. Like, yeah, he, he's like, oh, yeah, threw the phone out the window. He's like eating a popsicle while talking about it. And, and then, like, you watch the video and you read the post by Michelle Johnson and she says, I can't be silent. Um, I've allowed him to destroy my home, abuse me in every way, traumatize our kids for life. I mean, it's 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 terrifying Shocking. to read that and see those photos. Yeah, it's horrible. And I sincerely hope he gets the help. I I cannot. You know, we we talk about basketball on this pod, not about um, but sometimes things like this come up, and it does have a basketball impact, which is so much less than it's going to have in yeah. a real life impact. But just on the basketball level, this is one of the biggest free agents out there. And I think this very, very quickly went from, I mean, literally three days ago, Mitch Kupchak says, we are keeping miles. I cannot imagine he or anybody else in the league feels the same. That, I agree with you. That feels, yeah. you know, that's a guy that really, really needs help. For yeah. sure. No doubt about it. I've been a, as a basketball player, I've been, I've been a fan of his and it sucks. It sucks. Um, it's going to be a bunch more that happens over the course of the weekend. Within a week's time, we're going to be watching basketball again as NBA Summer League is going to be wall to wall on television and both of us are going to be out there. 
in Vegas starting yes, next sir. week. I am. I was going through all the summer league rosters. I was. I was excited. Next I was excited Friday. Looking. Next Friday, we'll be recording in person. That's right. Face to face in the we'll flesh. We'll be there in the flesh. Yep. In uh, in Las Vegas, and so should be a really fun time out there. And didn't take long. I mean, look, doesn't feel like the finals have been over that long. And now we're going to be watching a lot of basketball in summer league within a week's time. And I'm so excited to see all these young players and these guys that just got drafted um, playing for the first time in NBA uniforms. This should be a really, really good summer league because the league is flush with awesome young talent. Truly. Um, So this will be good. And I'm sure we're going to have big news over the weekend. Maybe Kevin Durant will be on another team by the next time we talk. <laughs> Very well could be. He could Very be. Well could be. Maybe by the time this podcast posts, you never Maybe. know. You yeah, really right. never know. <laughs> oh, yeah. If this, is, if this is dated, you don't have to tell us. We know. Yeah. <laughs> we know crap's happened since we recorded this. I still, I still enjoyed the exercise going through all those teams. Why not? Yeah. And look, I'm getting you a Lou Dort jersey. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Thank you to our executive producer, Jesse Lopez. As always, Kevin, I'll talk to you next week. Have a good one, everybody.